Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tinks. Happy Friday. How are y'all doing? I've been better. Quite frankly, I have a UTI. I'm just putting my dick on the table. Um, we've all been there and it absolutely sucks. So that's what I'm working with today. I want to talk about cheating. I honestly can't believe that I haven't done a full episode on it before because it's almost a universal experience. It's something that people take very hard. They take it very personally, which is understandable. It's very complex. And I think it's a lot more complex than I used to think it was. Now, if you've been following, listening for a while, you might know that I used to be very black and white about cheating. I used to think, you cheat, you're out. It's the ultimate bad in capital letters, right? I really, really used to think that. And I'm in no way condoning cheating in any form now, but I do think that there's nuance and I do think that there's different types of cheating and I do think it's a case-by-case basis. Why am I talking about it this week? Well, the internet is completely abuzz with this Adam Levine, Bahati, uh, you know, the news broke that he's possibly been having an affair. We don't know what happened. We don't know what goes on in his marriage. But, you know, this um, young woman has come out and said, I was having an affair with him uh, this whole this whole time. And obviously, Adam's wife is pregnant. Bahati is pregnant right now. So it it is a mess. And everybody on the Internet is weighing in. Um, some celebrities are weighing in. Sarah Foster had, you know, some points that she said saying, you know, we don't really feel bad for you to the girl who was coming out and saying that um, she was, a you know, she was having an affair with Adam. Then Emily Ratatowski came out and said, you know, we are always blaming women for things and we're turning women against each other. It's complicated, man. It's complicated. I have been cheated on. I was cheated on last year by my boyfriend. I was madly in love with him. If Again, if you've been following for a while, you probably remember that. Just to give a quick oversight about when I, what I went through, because I'd rather use that as kind of more my example than this these celebrities, because at the end of the day, we really have no idea what's going on, but it did spark a lot of conversation. Essentially, I was dating this guy for a couple months. I was completely head over heels with him. He was the first guy that I ever thought, I want to have your baby. I know that's like intense to say, but it's the truth. And the first guy that I thought, oh, I want to, you know, ma- marry you. He honestly changed my how I felt about like my future. Anyway, that's a topic for another pod, but I was head over heels. Essentially, I got a DM, the DM that every girl dreads to get, which is like, hey, I hooked up with your boyfriend. And it was devastating, like devastating. I was so crushed because this is, I was so in love. And so many of you wrote to me and said you've had similar experiences. So many of you. I mean, I would love to know the statistic. If anyone has it, please holler because I think it's like everybody has at one time or another been cheated on. And I think that it's a silly point we don't really need to make or go over rather, but I do just want to state it. There, there is a lot of TikToks going around saying, well, if these people have been cheated on, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't think that's a useful conversation to have, but I do want to state that I don't, that it's a good point of evidence for not taking it personally. Because I think for women, especially, sometimes their first instinct when they get cheated on is to think, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not sexy enough. So I think we can all agree and say, the fact that literally almost everyone has been cheated on shows that it's not really a personal thing. Essentially, I want to use this podcast to build a case to make you out there who 
have been cheated on recently or in the past or whatever, internalize that it wasn't you. Okay, that's my goal of this episode. I have a very specific goal. So let's back up a little. When I was preparing for this episode last night, I was trying to think of the different types of cheating. Sorry, let me back up one more one more time. So when I got cheated, cheated on, I was very black and white. I actually told my boyfriend at the beginning of dating, I was like, I know you've... <laughs> wait for it. I know you've cheated on every single girlfriend that you've ever had, but for me, it's a deal breaker. And he was like, gotcha. Totally understand. Whatever. Anyway, see how that ended up. Um, and I used to think that I used to think if you cheat, it's like, that's it game over. Okay. So let's just put a pin in that for now. I was preparing for the episode last night and I was thinking about all the different circumstances and all the different reasons that people cheat. And I think I've come up with four different types of cheating. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm really, really open to uh, discourse and to criticism on this, but hear me out. So I think that the first type of cheating is sexual. It's base. It's very human instinct. An example of this would be someone is on a bachelor or bachelorette party. They're maybe drunk. They are at a strip club. They make out with someone. They have random sex with someone at a bar. And it's just scratching a purely sexual urge. By the way, I'm not attaching any meaning to them. I'm, this isn't a scale. This is just different types that I, that I thought of. The second is emotional. And so by this, I mean one person in a relationship falls in love with a different person, completely falls in love with them, like actually emotionally is in love with another person, not their partner. The third one is what I'm calling like a personal problem cheating. And I think that this is the most common one. And by this, I mean the cheater has a personal mental issue that, and the way that that manifests is through cheating. Let me explain. So an example of this would be a guy becomes insecure in his relationship. Maybe he thinks that he's not good enough for his girlfriend and the way that this manifests is him cheating. Another example could be um another example could be validation. Okay? So a person in a relationship, they need a lot of I'm just using a guy as an example. I'm not saying it's mostly guys who cheat. Um but a guy in a relationship, he needs a lot of validation. He always has, like maybe he has a very fragile ego. And the way that he feeds that validation is through cheating. Another uh, example could be someone who has like a chaos addiction. So by this, I mean, say there's a guy in a relationship and he wants to prove to himself that he could fix it. You know, there's that type of weird, sorry, I don't want to touch judgment on it. There's that type of person who likes to kind of create chaos and then try and see if the person could take that back, which is also related to ego. And then I put a potential fourth type of cheating, which is that uh, there's a couple in a relationship and there's a major problem in the relationship. They're going through a really bad time. And the way that one of the people deals with it is through cheating. However, one might argue that that kind of falls into the third type of cheating because that's the cheater's mental issue of dealing with a problem, right? That the way that they're dealing with the problem is by cheating instead of just talking to their partner or going to therapy or breaking up. That's another example of the of the fourth one is like two people need to break up and they're both too scared to do it. And so one person does that to try and just end the relationship. So those are my four buckets. 
I'm not again, I'm not saying that I'm right by any stand by any stretch of the imagination, but I just thought it would be helpful to to think about all the different reasons why. Keep in mind that none of them are about the person being cheated on. I want to ask you guys a question. Do you think that there's more onus on the person who's in the relationship not to cheat? I definitely do because that's the person who's committed to monogamy. So in the case, we can just use me as as an example to make it easy. In the case of me, it was more on my boyfriend, not the girl, even though that girl did know that I, we, us two were dating. I would still place more blame on my boy, my ex boyfriend, because he's the one who said we're in a committed relationship. I think that gets really tricky when you know that there are people out there who go after, um married people or people in relationships. And I, I, I think it's that's something that I find really hard to contend with because I'm like, there there are the those type of people do exist. I think you guys know I try to be as non judgmental as possible. However, I would be dishonest if I said I didn't judge people of either sex who cheat with people in relationships knowingly. I, I'm just being honest with you. I know that people make mistakes and loads of you guys wrote to me saying, look, I was the other other woman and you know, I feel a lot of shame about it. And I totally understand that. And I totally understand uh, that there's circumstances. But for me personally, I would I would just be lying. And I'm trying to remove that judgment. But I just I just think that there's a specific type of person who cognizantly goes after someone knowing they're in a relationship and I do I do judge them I'm gonna be honest with you um and again I'm trying not to be judgmental because those type of people probably have something going on deep inside them that's very negative and I and I do hope that they can all work that out and it's not their fault and I know that the people who do that don't necessarily always mean to cause harm, but I think it's like unresolved personal issues or unresolved personal trauma, but it does create a lot of widespread pain for multiple people. So I just want to be honest with you on that one. Uh, I'm not saying in all cases, but I'm just saying I just, I'm, I still do place judgment. Okay. So back to the question of, is there more onus on the person who is in the relationship not to cheat? I Nick Vial did a TikTok and he's so smart you guys. He if you haven't checked out his podcast, he's he's amazing and and just really really smart about this stuff. He basically said um using the current example in the media of Adam Levine and Bahati and this other girl Summer, um he said he places more onus on the person who is in the relationship. But that doesn't mean we can't judge the character of the other person in this case this girl summer and I thought that was such an eloquent way to put it where it's like okay yes the person who's married or in a relationship it's their job not to cheat because they've committed however it doesn't mean that we can't judge the character of the person who's involved especially if they if they know and it's ongoing and then they continue to do it let's look at cheating from a different angle this is a question that I get a lot on AMA say you hook up with a person you find it out that they're married or in a relationship should you tell their partner And this is so interesting because I actually am completely split. If my friend, my close friend came to me and said, hey, Tanks, like, ugh, I had a crazy Saturday night hooked up with this guy. Uh, We ended up chatting for a bit and then I did some snooping online and I find out he's married. What do you think I should do? 
if it were my friend, and honestly, to you guys, I've said this online before, my instinct is not my monkeys, not my circus. Reason being, you have absolutely no idea the context of the situation. You have absolutely no idea what's going on. And it causes major havoc when you tell someone that they're being cheated on. And and if you're not that involved, like especially if it was a one-off, I would say really probably not your place to do so. They're going to find out anyway, whatever, whatever. That being said, I... I'm grateful that the girl DM'd me a year ago and told me that she hooked up with my boyfriend. Now, would I have found out anyway because it was in public and loads of people saw? Yeah, I would have, but I did appreciate, I mean, I didn't appreciate it in the moment, but I do, I do appreciate now looking back that she did that when she found out that we actually were in a relationship. So that's a tricky one. That's a really tricky one. And when I've said this publicly before, like, okay, no, don't tell the wife or whatever, you guys have written to me and said, but what if she really doesn't know? And what if this person is their only shot of knowing that their partner is cheating on them? It's a gray area for me. It's really a gray area for me. I think it's also a lot about how many t- how many times it happens. If it was a one-off, I would say definitely not. But if it was ongoing, like if you, if you were, say, starting to date someone and you found out that they had another family or whatever... <sighs> then maybe that's a really, really complex situation because once you tell their partner, you are involved and you are probably going to catch a lot of the blame from the partner who's just found out that their partner is cheating on them. So that's also up to you. And let's be honest with you. Let's be honest. I obviously advocate for all of us in this community being a good person but you have to ask yourself like do I want to be embroiled in the breakup of someone's marriage and that's a fair question right that's a fair question you're we have to think about ourselves too so I don't have a hard and fast rule for that one apart from it's case by case and you have to think what's is the juice worth the squeeze for me and the other person for me and the 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 wife or husband involved I want to read one DM that I got on this topic. It says, Recheating pod, as someone who has been cheated on a few times, I have always been grateful to have found out pretty early on before the relationship got any deeper. Why is there this consensus not to tell someone when you find out as a third party? The truth will come out eventually is BS to me because I don't want to invest in my relationship even more, take more steps, etc. with someone who is doomed to break my heart and make that decision to leave even more difficult. My mind has been changed. Strong opinions loosely held. So would love to hear both sides here or get the girls and gays to understand why they should intervene in the name of truth. Thank you. Sorry, this is long. It wasn't long. So that's really interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting from the person. And and again, she's kind of saying what I said, which is I'm grateful that I knew then. I, I, I said when I got cheated on, I was like, oh, my God, thank God it happened at the beginning of summer because we had this entire summer planned together with trips. And I just kept thinking to myself, if I had gone on that summer with him, I would have been so madly in love with him. I don't know what I would have done. So that's a point for telling them. I'm really interested to hear what you guys think on this. Unfortunately, I do think it's case by case. OK, so now I want to talk about if you've been cheated on. Let's talk about how to process this. The reason the cheating stings so badly, in my opinion, is because it's at once a betrayal of a person that you love, and it also simultaneously feels like a rejection and a massive blow to your ego. So it's really a double whammy, right? Because you are feeling so betrayed by this person who is supposed to be 
the closest person to you in the world. And your ego is like, whoa, like, what did I do? Um, Am I not pretty enough? Was it my behavior? Was it this or that? And it feels like a sexual rejection as well. Even if it's in a, even if the other person is just emotionally cheating, it feels like a sexual rejection. And again, the crazy thing here is that a majority of the time, 99% of the time, you being cheated on has nothing to do with you, has everything to do with the other person. Now, there is an example, say a small percentage chance that I can think of an example where, okay, let's say you're in a relationship and you refuse to have sex with your partner for like 18 months and you refuse to deal with it. And then that person goes out and cheats because they really want to get laid. Does that, does the person being cheated on share some of the blame in that case? I don't like the word blame, but I can see why that person might be driven to it. That's kind of like in Sex and the City, the I think it's the movie, right, where Miranda and Steve haven't had sex in ages. And he was like, look, it was just one time we hadn't had sex in like a year, he, I think he says. And it was just physical. Now, do I think it was it's OK that Steve cheated on Miranda? No, absolutely not. I would never condone cheating, but I can see why it's cause and effect. Right. There is a small percentage uh, cases of cheating where it's cause and effect, where it's like, OK, this person has basically driven the other person to look elsewhere for emotional fulfillment or or uh, physical fulfillment. And, you know, again, it's not right, but you can kind of understand it. See, it's nuanced. It's really nuanced. OK, but for all the other types of cheating, um, our ego's instinct is to say this is my fault. And I, I I'm really glad that I was in therapy and I'm really glad that I have pretty high self-worth when I did get cheated on because obviously it was humiliating like I'm not famous but I do people knew that I was dating him and I have a community of people who follow me and and everybody knew and it was also in public so I was like humiliated and I think that if I had had been younger or had lower self-worth I would have thought oh my god this is about me and this is something I did and I wasn't fulfilling him in some way but I will be perfectly honest with you guys my mind didn't go there because I wouldn't let it I was utterly heartbroken, couldn't get out of bed, sick to my stomach, but I never thought this is a me thing. And I think that that's so important, especially for you guys who are younger than me to know in case this happens to you or if it has happens, happened to you and you're internalizing some some sort of a shame or whatever. It really has nothing to do with you. Okay. It's the other person. And I want you to drill that into your head and use it as a baseline for all the other emotions that come out of being cheated on. So that is like, that is your thesis. Okay. Say every day your brain in the wake of a cheating breakup or cheating, you know, issue that happened to you every day, I want you to wake up and your brain is going to have a thesis of what, of how it feels that day. Your thesis is this is nothing to do with me. Okay. And you cannot, cannot, personalize it and you can't take it personally. So what to do when you've been cheated on and should you leave or stay? So two years ago, I would have said anyone who cheats on you, dump them immediately. I no longer think that. I think that it is very case by case. Do I think people can change? Yes. Do I think you should always give people a second chance? No, I don't. I got a DM yesterday that completely rocked my world. I, this is just 
so useful to me and so helpful to me. So there's the old adage, uh, once a cheater, always a cheater. And I don't necessarily believe that, but I've never heard someone with such a helpful um, add on to that. So she said to me, coming from someone who has cheated, I read that when you cheat, you find out if you're someone who made a mistake or if you're someone who cheats. So basically it depends on the person. But I agree, once a cheater, not always a cheater. I've also been cheated on someone who I think also made a mistake, truly don't believe he would have cheated again, but it wasn't something I could personally move past in our relationship. Just wanted to share my thoughts. Thanks for all your amazing content. Wow. That perfectly, I just, I love that. When someone cheats, they have to realize, are they someone who cheats or are they someone who made a mistake? I have friends who have Uh, partners who have cheated on them and it was truly a mistake and I think in my younger years I found it very 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 hard to swallow because I would because again like I said I was so black and white about it and when they would stay I would be like you like what are you doing like no 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 they cheated like cheating is the ultimate bad and yet now many years later they're very happy and still together I received a ton of dms from you guys uh I mean not a ton but like a really good handful saying yeah, my husband, you know, cheated on me uh, early on and we realized we had a, a bunch of shit to work through and now we're stronger than ever. A good book that mentions this a couple times is um, Cheryl Strayed. Uh, I think it's called Tiny Beautiful Things. And she, there's one, there's an essay on cheating that completely changed my mind about it being black and white and how, you know, it can be she's basically saying it can be a mistake. Mistakes do exist. The difficult part is as the person who was cheated on trying to decipher whether the other person made a mistake or they're a cheater. Now, my dumbass could have probably worked out, you know, I probably should have seen the red flags of this person who I was dating, cheating on every single person that they had ever dated before. I I do believe he's a cheater. I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and say that. But I think in many other cases, It was just a mistake, you know? Here's another DM I got. Tears in his eyes and said, I never thought about you. I was just trying to get out of my confusion. All this was in 2018, 2019. He's since moved on, gotten married to a girl who looks almost like me. He fat finger liked a photo of me while he was on his honeymoon. I've tried to heal and recently worked through forgiving him and even sent him a note to say that I did. It was very freeing. All of this and amazing women like Huma Abedin and Amrata taught me that it's never about you. Hurt people hurt people. I love that you're talking about this and hope you can help some women uh, not waste her early 30s with a broken man. And see, like, that's the other side of it. And like the fact that he liked that photo of her while he was on her honeymoon. I mean, that's just like the ultimate show that this guy in our in in this case does sound like a cheater. Right. I think she makes a great point, and it's why I always say hurt people hurt people. But I can't. I don't think that we can group all cheating into that bucket. I do think that there is a, a portion of cheating that is an honest mistake and one that you can learn from. So I guess when you're deciding, you have to think: Is this person I'm with a person? Are, well, first of all, how are they reacting? I think that's the first thing. Are they just blabbering on about themselves saying, this is why, like I did this, I did this. Are they defensive? That's one thing that I, I is an absolute no-go for me. If the person is defensive, if they deny it at first and then it comes out, to me, that's an ultimate no. 
because it shows that they're they're just trying to get out of it. They're not trying to learn from it. Are they worried about you? Are they asking the right questions? Are they giving you space? Are they giving you the answers that you need? And then you have to decide, mistake or cheater. Okay, now I want to talk about shame. Okay, and I think that there's obviously a lot of shame in cheating, but I want to there's three angles that I want to take. Number 1, the shame of if you accidentally hook up with someone who's married or has a partner number two the shame of uh of cheating of being the cheater and number three the shame of staying with someone after they've cheated on you okay let's talk about the first one so again we talked about it a little bit about you know should you tell the person whatever but I got many dms saying you know you guys accidentally hooked up with someone with a partner or husband and had a lot of of shame so I'm going to read this one dm I'm sure you've gotten so many DMs already, but just wanted to add my own too. I was the girl who didn't realize that the guy I was sleeping with had a girlfriend. The absolute gut punch when someone casually mentioned that he had a girlfriend because she wasn't posted anywhere on his socials, and I was just too naive to even think to ask the question. I've never felt dumber or more used in my life. I don't know if this contributes to anything except that my level of trust of men dropped to zero, and I still, even now in a happy relationship, struggle with that. It is gutting in its own way. It took a long time to stop feeling like a horrible person and realize that it was him who was horrible. I know cheating is complicated for people, but if you're lying to people, it's firmly in the wrong to me. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a really unique situation and it can feel, it, it's awful. It's awful and I think it can feel really jarring because all of a sudden unknowingly you have caused pain without even without even knowing like it's in that case you should really have zero shame because you didn't fucking know okay so if you're in that situation please drop that shame to zero even though I get it people in our community we 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 never want to cause hurt we never want to cause pain especially to other women but you didn't know okay you didn't know my other concern in cases like this is that if it happens to you guys you have lower self-worth because I think there's that whole like you're the side piece or you're the other woman thing I want you to rid yourself of that uh thought because all you are is a victim of someone else's lying you are a victim of their lying because you didn't know okay let's go on to the second part of the shame if you are the cheater like I said, I try to be as non-judgmental as possible, but I do have a moral code and I do believe that cheating is wrong. I would be lying to you guys otherwise. Sorry, I'm going to stop qualifying. I guess now that we've talked about the difference between a mistake and a cheater, if you have been cheating on someone or if you have in the past, I would ask you to examine the reasons why you did it. Was it a mistake or are you a cheater? Because if it was a mistake, I'm good with that, honestly. Not good with it, but, you know, everybody makes mistakes in different areas of their life. And I 100% believe that you can learn from your mistakes. And I 100% believe that you can grow and change. If you're not cringing at yourself a year ago, you're not growing fast enough. You can absolutely change and you can absolutely grow. And I'm not saying like mistake. I'm not saying like, oh, it's a one-time thing, you know, and if you did it more than once, you can never be redeemed. I'm not saying that at all. You guys are smart enough to know the difference. It, is it a pattern that you're doing to uh, validate yourself, validate your ego, feel hot, uh, get back at someone? Or was it just an honest to God mistake? I really think that you guys are smart enough to know the difference. 
And then in terms of the shame, I think shame isn't all that helpful if you're not learning from it. So if it was a mistake and you've learned from it, I think you can absolve yourself of that shame. If you're consistently cheating in every relationship that you have, I do think that you should have some shame because I think that's wrong. That's my moral code. And I think that you should, again, turn inward and say, what unresolved issues do I have with self, with ego, with inner me that are causing me to do this because it it does cause pain? Okay, the third part of shame, if you are cheated on and you decide to stay with someone. I've gone through this with a lot of friends and I've changed my tune as I told you guys and I think I was really really hard on some of my friends in my younger years and I regret that I really really regret that I don't believe in regrets usually but I I really regret that because here's the thing the person who got cheated on is already in enough fucking pain they don't need their friends to like be on their ass too now if it's a chronic thing and someone is treating you know, if someone is treating a person badly consistently and they get back with them five times in a row after cheating with them, yeah, then your friends have a right to be like, dude, come on, like this is a pattern. It's not like a one-off thing. I think, let's, let's go through the best case scenario. You're in a loving relationship. Your partner has an oopsie. It's an honest to God mistake. You believe that they're gonna change. It's a one-off thing. You take them back. I think it's helpful to communicate that to your friends. Not that you owe them an explanation, not that you owe anyone an explanation for what goes on in your relationship, but your friends, if they're your good friends, they care a lot about you and they want to know that you're good because in the wake of being cheated on, you can sometimes like be obviously a fucking mess. So I think it's helpful even to your just your best girlfriends to say, listen, guys, I've thought this out. I... I really feel good about getting back with them. I, I'm going to give it a shot. I appreciate you guys being, being there for me. I appreciate all the support you've shown me over the past couple of weeks or whatever. But I, you know, if you love me, you will, you will join me in giving my partner a chance. I, I know that could be overkill, but for me, I take my friendship so seriously and my friend group is so in, like close that I think that that can be helpful because sometimes your friends can be so hurt for you that then it prevents them from giving your partner a second chance, if that makes sense. Again, you don't owe them anything. That's what I would do. And I think it can be helpful. On that point, you shouldn't have shame for taking someone back if you genuinely believe that they've changed or that they will change. You shouldn't because I think allowing the people that you love the space to grow is a beautiful thing. But I just, my prayer is that if you are doing that, you genuinely believe that they're going to change or that they have. It's tricky. It's really, really complex. It's extremely, extremely complex. We didn't even get into power dynamics. We didn't even get into gender dynamics and struggles. We didn't get into any of that. This was scratching the surface. So I will definitely do another pod on this. We didn't even get into soft cheating. We didn't even get into follow other girls on Instagram, liking pics. What are the blurry lines? This was just my honest to God state of the union on the basics of cheating. And it sucks. And I dedicate this episode to anybody who's been cheated on because it is a uniquely awful feeling 
and I'm sorry if anybody's hurting out there. Um, but it's almost universal. That that was actually something that did help me when I was in in my breakup is thinking, wow, it it actually is almost universal. So even though my pain feels like it might kill me, I know that there's so many other people out there who have been through it, survived this pain and and hurt and betrayal and have flourished from it. And I said on Instagram that I was grateful for it. And I know that sounds kind of like toxic positivity and I don't want to ever be that, but I am. Because first of all, it was a very interesting proof point to me that my self-worth was higher than it's ever been. And I felt so proud of myself that I never internalized it. I never went to the like, oh, is she prettier than me or blah, blah, blah. Like I never went to that space. And I did use it for opening up the conversation. So when it happened to me, I did make a TikTok. The TikTok did, did go viral. And I said, look, you all know that I was madly in love with my boyfriend or I am madly in love with my boyfriend. And I'm not embarrassed that I fell in love. That's the resounding message that I wanted to get across and that I still want to get across is that it's not embarrassing to trust someone. It's not embarrassing to fall head over heels and give the person that you're falling in love with all of your trust and all of your heart. Okay. It's not bad and it's not embarrassing. And you know what? I I got right back on the horse. I'll be honest with you. Not right back on the horse, but wow, we need to do another podcast about how to not fear being cheated on again, because that's a whole nother, whole nother thing. Wow. We got a lot of pods. We got a lot of pods. So those are my thoughts. Again, thinking of anyone who is going through this right now, uh, message me, DM me, email me with your follow-up questions. I'm super interested to hear what you say about this, because again, it's nuance, baby. This is maybe the most nuanced episode I've had, and I have the least uh, strong beliefs on this one. I'm very, very open to interesting things. And thank you to everybody who DM me your messages. I got very sad reading them all because, you know, there were so many sad ones. But it just like, again, con- thank you for always going there with me and having these difficult conversations. I believe that we're stronger sharing information, sharing our stories. It does make us feel less alone, especially as women. I love you all so much. I will see you on Monday. And if you're in the LA area, come and see me on Sunday. I'll be at Century City Mall from 1 p.m. at Sephora. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.